The time has come for yet another winner's corner. That's right. We are breaking down our winner from our most recent episode, our hype draft for 2022. We had our pals Michael and Chaitanya on the episode. What are our results, Damon? Yes, this was a fun one. Um, It got really competitive. I think everyone had a really, really good board. It could have really gone any way. But someone took the the clear win. But first and fourth, with seven votes, is Michael. I I think the, the bourbon... In cigar, as good of a combo as it was, <laughs> I think it tanked. <laughs> I don't. I don't think our listeners are are super big cigar smokers. Not unfortunately, the target audience. <laughs> deserve better than that. In third, Michael, I was pulling for you. <laughs> There's one of your seven. Yes, I had 20 votes, and uh, in second, Kyle with 21 got the. This is the, the first time I've eight. been over Damon in a long time. It's been a minute. But in first, with the really, really amazing board, Chitanya, with 41 <laughs> What do you think put him over? What do you think is what the pick was? The Probably double, Doctor Strange. The double MCU and Batman. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I forgot he had two MCU. Wait, what was the other MCU? Uh, Thor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> when he, had he, had. Stranger Thing, he had Stranger Things Season 4, which, I mean... Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it too. So, but well done, Chaitanya. Chaitanya with the W. To another episode of the Planet Fantasy Podcast, and we're your hosts, Damon and Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? It's going good, man. I am just chilling on a Sunday. I've been like really tired all day for no reason, but fucking incredible back-to-back games. I didn't watch all of the Rams game, but that that Chiefs game was fucking intense. This 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 whole series of playoffs is just chaotic. It's every game is absurd. <laughs> down to the wire every single time the super bowl better just be nuts um yep. it's been a great weekend though really good football i think i'm getting sick again it needs to go away i don't like it um we also have a fun guest with us today friend of the pod uh one of the third third hosts maybe possibly one day austin how's it going oh what a tease i'm great man Good. You, did you enjoy the football this weekend, or you said no. you were watching a reality show instead? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I well, I started Yellow Jackets, uh, so I have not stopped watching that because holy shit. Uh, and then yes, I uh, I started watching a reality show, which I don't think I've talked to you guys about uh, in December, and now I am sixteen seasons into that reality show. Yeah, I see you trying to work it out. Uh, <laughs> In a lot of reality I watched shows. the first game, but I just, you know, it, it's hard to care about the NFC once your team is out. It's just like, I wish everyone could lose. But at least it's not the Packers, so. 
you know, I have to say for the first time in a while, not having to worry about a crushing soul eating defeat for the Saints playoffs. I was just kind of like, wow, yeah, I just wanted to have fun. And the fact that every game has been so fun, it, it's been great. Like, I'm like, I don't have to worry. Just everyone can be doing their own things. Joey B in the war, in the Super Bowl, excited. And I'm thrilled because Sean Payton and Drew Brees are both gone, so I can root for the Saints again, which is like, we're getting back Dan to those Aaron Brooks, that. Deuce McAllister, like, Joe Horn years. I am fucking thrilled. Not Greg Williams or anything like oh that. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> we were having fun here. And then... <laughs> we we will we will stop the sports talk because we're here for, for something for another reason. Why are we here today, Kyle? Yeah, we are. Uh, we, we promised a different draft last week, but that's kind of fallen through. Uh, we are pivoting a bit and talking about another fun topic. We're talking about game shows. We all love game shows. Uh, very, very, very wide... Um, topic so we decided to narrow it down a bit with some categories so each of us are going to be picking from four categories we're going to talk about uh modern game shows and the cutoff is that it has to have begun airing in the last 10 years basically 2010 you know being a little loose with that one uh we're going to go with canceled um shows that are not on the air anymore uh, game shows that are not in the air anymore. We're going to go with uh, c- competition shows, which is, you know, your cooking shows, your reality competition shows. Big, wide gap for that one. And then The Goat. Basically, that explains itself. The one we think is the best. Um, that one I'm really worried about, but I've got a couple <laughs> alternates. Uh, yeah. And so, as always, to determine our draft order, which I think will be really important this time, um, I'm going to draw a card. From my handy dandy deck of cards. Sponsored by Blockbuster. We wish. All right, let's see. Okay. <laughs> Movies that are more than 40 years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what's the math there? So that's, wait, uh, that's 1982? 1982. So let's that's say let's say 1981 and earlier. Okay. okay, let's start with uh, Austin, and then Damon, and then myself. Let's keep, okay, yeah. The Godfather. Star Wars. The Godfather, part two. It's a Wonderful Life. Alien. Casablanca. Wizard of Oz. The Exorcist. Alien, no, no, not aliens. Uh, <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Citizen Kane. Halloween. M. Throne of Blood. Rosemary's Baby. Dial M for murder. The Thin Man. The Hills Have Eyes. The Third Man. The Maltese Falcon. Okay. Grease. Gone with the Wind. Jaws. West Side Story. Um. 
I should be writing these down, but me too. I started, but y'all are, y'all are going too quickly. Um, producer for this week. We'll have a producer next week. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, duel. Wizard of Oz. Already said it. Stalag seventeen. Like something like green. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Damn it. That really threw me off. I was going to go with that one. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Jaws? I already said it. You said that one, yeah. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Nice. Really good one. Taxi Driver? Raging Bull. Cool Hand Luke. Bullet? It's a good 10-year bourbon, too. <laughs> not, not good enough. Uh, White Christmas. 12 Angry Men. Planet of the Apes. Holiday Inn. King Kong. Return of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Godzilla. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Assault on Precinct 13. Nice. Um, did we say the French connection? No. Singing in the rain. Warriors. That's your play. Uh, let's see. The Sound of Music. Mm. What was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Breakfast at Tiffany's. <clears throat> Mary Poppins. Doctor No. Uh, from Russia with Love. Let's keep it. All right. Going. Bambi. Goldfinger. Mm, Rocky. Pin- Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Um, Moonraker. Uh, one of the best comedies of all time. Some like it hot. Another one of the best comedies of all time. The Jerk. <laughs> Wait, was that? That was 40 years ago? Oh, yeah, that was in the 70s. For no, sure. it was 1980, I think. But yes, though. Oh, my was it? God. Still 40. Okay, yeah. you're away. Um, uh, His Girl Friday. Holy shit. He's just in awe. Uh, return, return to Oz? <laughs> nice. I <laughs> think that's 82. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, I'm starting to flounder here. Um, five, four, three, um, two, one. Hoosiers. Was that an eighty? Hoosiers. Uh, Hoosiers was eighty. 
six, I think. I don't know. It's Gene Hackman's birthday, so I'm willing to give it Pretty to him, sure but I don't know. Is today his birthday? Yeah. Huh. 92. I mean, it's a little shit. Jesus. And he doesn't look yeah, 52 in that movie. No, he doesn't. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the bow out. Uh, okay. I'm out. Um, the Great Dictator. Psycho. Fuck. Uh, rear Window. The Kid. Vertigo. Metropolis. North by Northwest. Um, the Man Who Knew Too Much. Nosferatu. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Um, yeah, I could have done all the milk. Meatballs. Uh, oh my god. Um Caddyshack. Um Vacation. Airplane. It's nineteen eighty. Police Academy? Wait, I'm sorry. A, it might be a cusper. I, I, I have to retroactively cancel Kyle, vacation was 1983. Jesus, was it really? Okay. Yep. God damn it. All right. Well done, Austin. Damn. Austin is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was really playing it up, but he's actually frozen. <laughs> he's literally frozen. Yeah, I, I thought he was just doing that too. Uh, sorry, folks. It was just a moment while Austin unfreezes. So that means you get to Let choose you work. For this draft game, what you got? Well, what's going to be that order? Oh, no. <laughs> this is where people tend to lose. Like, I don't want to bring it up again, but last last week, Michael won the list game, and he decided to, to take last. And he was correct to do so because he had the best board, so we're not going to talk okay. about it. And yet he said himself he was he regretted letting me take him his Spider Verse. It did, and it cost him votes. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> picking a Jordan Peele movie in the third round, it, he should have won. I, we're not gonna That's a st- talk about it anyway. Uh, Kyle first, Damon second, me third. Okay, we'll see how this turns out this time. <laughs> This is the one where, like, I know what the first pick should be. Yeah. So I thought if I want to win, I should take first, but I just I can't I, do it. In my that's heart what you hearts. just fucked me over with, because like now I feel like I have to. Do we? So no, question: no. Do we have to go category by category, or can I jump around? Okay. You can jump around. That's the whole strategy. Yeah. You can go where. <laughs> that's the best. Because um, I want. I, was, like, I disagree with Austin. I think there's several really great picks you can go with first and there's not any wrong there's wrong answers but there's several right answers nope there's only one there, there's a lot of good ones but i just i'm looking at the goat and i like i want it would both win the poll but it's also like what i want I, before we go on this we okay. i don't believe we told everyone what the categories were did we we did yeah okay i i goat. thought that was before yeah all right we, we've established um 
I mean, come on. I drafted this show already in our 1970s Children of the Tube uh, podcast. It's, mm-hmm. I like it more than most 70s TV shows and more TV shows in general. Uh, I got to go with Jeopardy for my goat category. Come on. Yep. I mean, again, it's, it's the it's the poll answer, but it's also like the correct answer. Um, yeah, I wanted to be able to build up to goat. But again, I don't want to lose it for another category or anything. Um, yeah, Jeopardy is, is the best of all time. It's kind of weird right now not having it as on as constantly as I typically do. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a weird spot to be in right now to like, because I, I honestly don't know what the host situation is right now or the, I don't think they do either, um, which is a bummer. But, you know, even with that, it's still such an iconic show. And it's like, it sounds super fucking nerdy to say but like it's so just damn educational and entertaining and i'm not reading a commercial like it's just you know it's just like that perfect blend um yeah i love it and i'm not surprised at all because you did draft this in a tv show's draft so it is it's held in such a high regard and i know it is going to pull a lot of votes for you kyle um i love this show okay it's it's like a after school Come home, eat something, throw it on, watch it, and try to see how many you can get. Um, you always learn something. How, the amount of questions you're just like, oh, I did not know that, and then you're always you always feel better about yourself, and you're like, oh, I got one, or I got two two in a row. Uh, especially as a kid, like this show is just like the epitome of like intelligence. I felt <laughs> like uh, academia as a kid. You're like, this is so much stuff. Like, how is someone supposed to know all of this? It's like, I want to be that person. Um, I still do. <laughs> um, but Alex Trebek was just just everything for this for this show. And like you said, it, it is in a weird in a weird spot right now because we don't have them anymore in the show. I I mean, I've watched a couple episodes where, you know, other people have guest hosted everything They're They're fine. But they just they don't have that that formula that you know that he had and that chemistry so this was a very huge number one pick very happy about it austin them not having the chemistry is the exact reason why it should not be picked you know it's it was trebek it wasn't jeopardy no one no one's gonna be it was just like when john stewart left the daily show Nobody watches it anymore. It was a cultural revolution, but only because of the host, which is why I wanted to have a separate host category, because Trebek <laughs> is the clear number one. Trebek is number one. Jeopardy is like, I, you know, what is a show that will be forgotten in 10 years? I don't know about that. I, I understand what you're saying, and I definitely understand that, like, Trebek is the star and kind of brings in the star power on it. But there is still, like, we still have, I mean... Not that this is a barometer for like icon status, but like in our, you know, our Facebook groups, we have our own like Jeopardy that we do. And like it's the game itself, you know, like it's it's the, the format that they use is something that people use in classrooms and people use, you know, as as things to pass the time. Like, I feel like it's it's one of those things. Yes. If it was just that without Trebek, it would be a pretty boring show. But the fact that the format is tried and true and is still used, I mean, you know. Maybe not 10 years, maybe 15 years. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Jeopardy is by far my favorite game show of all time. But when Trebek died, it died for me. You know, like my my favorite bar in Chicago, they open at three o'clock every day because in Chicago, Jeopardy airs at 
and they put Jeopardy on every single day. So it's everybody walks in, starts drinking Malort, and then we fucking turn on Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. But um, it's still, you know, I, I'm glad someone picked it because obviously it's going to go down as one of the best things to ever happen to all of us. But it just, I don't know. It, you without, know, I without think the host part of it to me, you got to separate the game from the host. And the game is just asking questions, or I guess saying answers. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. It is, it's, it's unique, and like the fact is, it's giving you the answers. You're, you know, you're answering with the question. It, it, it it's not that complex. It's just a little bit of a reversal, but it, it's different. It's just different enough to give it a little bit of a, of a flavor from your you know, your super generic trivia show. And it is, it is different. You know, you're getting these categories. The person who's answering correct gets to choose. They get to choose the amount of points. Um, there's a lot of strategy in which way you want to go. Like, do you want to take care of a whole category? Do you want to jump around? Do you want to ca- take care of the big points first? Um, the Daily Double is super fun and unpredictable. It's a little gambling involved. Final Jeopardy is super fun. That, that was always one of my favorite parts to watch. The music, I would argue, is just as iconic as anything else from the show. We're all doing the dance, the, the head bob and weave oh, yeah. to it right now. It's so good. Like, out, while Alex Trebek made the show legendary, I think the show is still going to be iconic going forward because of those other parts. And I think if it lasts in like 20, 30 years, unfortunately, I think people, you know, the people will still know who. Alex Trebek is, you know, reruns and all that. But the new generation, I think, will be just fine. They'll be like, I love Jeopardy. I love whoever I love our new host, Aaron Rodgers. Bar Burton. No, don't you Not dare say that. Look. <laughs> Not Aaron oh. Rodgers. It's got to be LeVar. I'm right, sorry. I love host Drew Brees. Is that better? <laughs> No, that's it's not. not the skill is bad. <laughs> I don't think he he needs to get his uh his broadcasting fixed first, okay? Before we go to the game show route. Um but no, I regardless of all that, I think Jeopardy is definitely one of the the right first overall picks. Um that's going to be hard to beat. It, it really is. But I'm going to Yes, Austin. No, oh, I think he froze again. That's fair. All right, so we're moving on to my first pick. Um, I'm glad you went Jeopardy because, like, like Austin, I'm glad you picked it, but it was not what I wanted to go with. This is one that I watched even more. Um, this was a stay home from school. I'm sick. Show. This is a go to my grandma's and watch this religiously show. This is the show that you just yell at the TV with the crowd. You're just yelling out numbers and you're just, you feel the energy yes. and you get the full will. It is just, it's so fun and random. Price is Right is just, yes. Chaos. It's chaos of a TV show. It really is, okay? You got two, which I think are really, really great hosts. Bob Barker might have been a terrible person, but he did his thing as a host. He, you know, and new to your pets, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and Drew, Drew Carey, I love Drew. Um, he's a different kind of energy, but I think he's really came and coming to his own as the as the host. But like, it's it's all about the games, y'all. It's all about that energy of the crowd interacting. You don't get that much in, in game shows, okay? Like, 
you just you get like this super for one the whole idea of this show is absurd the fact that we love it so much anyways it's just a bunch of like grocery it's like a bunch of items that you're you go shopping for and it's wanting us to know the prices of all this shit in really really absurd ways you got a bunch of different number games you got the the yodeler that that was one of my favorites uh plinko that's a great one um and then like you know you got the bidding and everyone's just shouting out numbers trying to tell you what you should bid for and you always got someone who who throws out the one the one dollar bid I always love that one. And then you always got somebody who, you know, like throws an 80 out and someone's like 81. And you're like, ooh, ooh. And you just like, you know, you know, that person's really just mad. It just really irate at that person. But it's just everything all rolled into one makes me love this show so much. Um, I can't really pick one thing out of it. It's it's really just a combination of like the final showcase, the wheel, the wheel's so fun, spinning it, the colors, you you're really always hoping that I hit that hundred. Um, you always think I could do that. I could definitely hit that hundred. Um, and, oh, and like, and just like one of my favorite parts when they call out the person's name and they just oh, run yeah. down like so Come much fanfare. <laughs> yeah, I love the Price is Right. So that was my number one. Hell yeah, can I, Austin. Can I clarify which uh, which category does this fall under? Oh obviously the goat okay just making sure yes <clears throat> wait did, was yours also the goat kyle mine was as well yeah fuck yes oh <laughs> hell yeah uh the price is right is amazing uh when it, when i would i was just talking to my girlfriend and whenever i would stay home from school it was like 1996 we're watching the price is right we're watching regis and kathy lee and then yes. i'm gonna i'm gonna watch mari like that that is that is the lineup right there like come on down and you are not the father that is the the fucking duo for me right there uh amazing yep love it love the amount of like bizarrely famous people that have just been on this show when yeah when, every time i watch that uh clip of aaron paul just like running <laughs> down the, hell yeah. yeah 1995 bob I'm gonna cook some math. <laughs> Kyle, are you a fan? I am. There's like there's game shows where I legitimately watch because I enjoy like playing along and you know, like Jeopardy or like I, I feel like I'm like, oh, I'd have a fair shot at this. And then there's shows that you were kind of talking about it. They're just like fucking chaotic and there's so much fanfare. And I remember being a kid and being like I, I don't know like my grandma watches this show i don't know if it's for me i'm gonna go watch something else and then sitting down with her while they were calling the person up and, be, and being like so hyped with the person and being like oh shit i don't know what's going on but i'm excited right now i want to spin that fucking wheel um yeah it's just it's like one of the most hype game shows which you would not expect kind of going in uh yeah and i agree about Parker and, and Carrie, they they bring very, very different energies, but it, I'm I'm here for it. Um is wait, I, Carrie's still doing it now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That's another it's, I mean testament it's, is it's still on. Fifty years. Fifty yeah, years 50, this year. Fifty years. It is impressive. And I mean, you know, who knows who still watches it at this point? I don't, but I'm sure it's got an audience still. So it's yeah, it's yeah. a great, great pick. The fact that Drew Carey and Wayne Brady are both hosting uh game shows right now just tickles me yeah that's great as they should you know 
they got the chops. Um, you know, the Price is Right has like had like six year olds essentially trying to figure out the price of like brooms in Lysol. Like that, that's four dollars easy. I thought you meant on the show, and I was like, there was an episode where they had six year olds. I have to watch this. <laughs> I didn't know you meant at home, obviously. Uh. <laughs> All yeah, right. There was a great Calvin and Hobbes comic strip where he wrecked his parents' car, and Hobbes was like, How much do you think those cost? At least $75, right? And so as a kid, I was like, Hell yeah. $75 is the most money you could ever spend on anything. And then you'd be like, This watch is $495.95. What the fuck, Bob? All I can think of is Lucille. Lucille Bluth. It's a price. Of <laughs> it's a right? banana, Michael. <laughs> All right, y'all. That, that's my, my pick for the goat. Austin, you sounded happy. We are, we are back to you. Did your strategy work? Oh, I am so happy right now. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, so because I can wait on the goat, I... Honestly, I think I get to pick my four favorite game shows of all time because I, I'm going to pick two of them right here. And I don't think anybody's going to pick the next two. So I am going to start. Uh, let's see, what category am I going to pick it in? Because it could fall into a bunch. Um, Mess up, cocky bastard. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I prefer confidence, but cocky is fine too. Uh if I had lost any of the last two I'd been on, it would be cocky, not confidence. But I'm going to go uh, with modern. Okay. And I'm just going to go with one of the few competitive reality shows that is also just like a warm hug for every single person involved. Fuck! So I'm going with the Great British Baking Show. Fuck! Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah. I tell you, oh, I pushed so hard against liking this show because I'm a son of a bitch and was like, nobody's getting dropped through a trap door. Nobody's crying because people are just roasting them nonstop about the fact that they couldn't get a goddamn souffle to rise. But then I watched it and was just like, oh. God, everybody's so perfect and nice and beautiful. And I just, it is just the perfect comfort that I needed. Uh, so, yeah, Great British Baking Show in modern. We're going modern for the category. All right, Kyle, you a fan? Oh, yeah. I, um, oh, yeah, he is. It wasn't even my first for modern, but I like, I'm, I'm still mad because it's, I, yeah, I he somehow want it. Of course, he loves it. Yeah, exactly. I've got a breathing heart. Um, that's how hearts work. Uh, I, <laughs> I love this show. I'm I'm the exact same way. I was so resistant, and I remember the girl I was dating at the time was like, "Nah, you've gotta gotta watch this show. Like this and another one that I'm hoping gets back to me." And they're two very like happy, just like you know. If you've seen it, you get it. Like, it's just a happy show. Like, exactly what Austin said. I have a very, I have guilty pleasures in, like, basically everything Gordon Ramsay does. And so I was like, nah, if he's not, you know, if a British man isn't screaming at you, I'm I'm not really interested. Um, and, yeah, it, it's it's just so fucking pure. And it's, you know, Noel and, or sorry, Noel. Uh, Noel and, uh, fuck, what's his name? Matt. 
they're just so fun. And I, 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 one of my favorite, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite, uh, like just shots from the show is like when you'll see them like really hard at work cooking, it's the most intense the show gets, which is a testament to like how pure it is, but you'll see them cooking and yeah, Matt is kind of standing off on the side and he's so short and it's just so cute. He's just like, he's got the mom. I threw up stance just standing right there. <laughs> uh, it's so good. It's just a very pure show. And it's a testament again to like the, the most intense or like, you know, dramatic it gets is when people are like, I don't like how Paul Hollywood talked to that person, but then they get, they get over it and he's so much nicer in the next scene. Um, I'm a Paul Hollywood fan. I don't know if that's considered controversial in the, the bake off world, but uh, he needs a different haircut, but I sure. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't date the man, um, but it's, it's very, very fun. And it's a great pure pick, which I didn't expect from Austin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, I mean. Oh, my God. Just a, just a stab to the hey, fucking That judge. was out of line, but he's right. I mean. Um, <laughs> I, am a, I am the most gentle person that you guys know. I agree. <laughs> uh, this is a show that I've I watched, like, maybe a season or two of, but, like, you can, you can only watch so many cooking shows, and so this is one that I just... Yes, there you yes, there is a limit. It does exist. Okay. Um, and I this is one I just I never it like it got cut, it got put to the side. Um, and I never went back to it. It was, it was fine, you know. I just don't think I think I can only handle so much cheery cheeriness in my reality shows. I really like I like the drama. Uh I really do. Um and yeah. Be, honestly, I just think those aren't real people. That's not real. <laughs> no, that, no cut it out. This is this is fake. Just stop. Um, but no, it, it's good. It's fun. Some really good, cool competitions in there. But like I said, it's just one like you know. I just kind of had to had to cut short. So I haven't watched much to say more on. Uh, the the judges aren't my favorite either. They're they're okay, but I've had I like other judges more. All right. Have I, like, did you like, like who? Like who? We'll talk about I will not show my hand. So. We're talking Alton Brown because he's from the South. <laughs> no. Fun recommendation. Not if you're wanting entertainment for the night and you don't want to watch a Netflix show, just go to Alton Brown's Twitter feed. It's the same oh, thing. Uh, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> great. That's the show. Probably my um, favorite person who voted for Reagan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go to your next fucking pick. Just go. All right, baby. We're pulling into round two. I'm taking over, Damon. We're uh, at Austin. <laughs> and, oh, shit. Honestly, you kind of threw me with some of your comments. But I got to go with my heart because this is probably my favorite what are we doing? It's not a reality show. Game show of all time. Uh, and so I'm going to go in the competition-based category and open up your baskets, motherfuckers, because it's chopped. Yeah. <laughs> Talking more about great hosts, Ted Allen is the perfect. Just, like, straight down the middle. Oh, look at that person. Every time he draws breath sharply, when you're just like, oh, he cut himself. Oh, get on your plate. <laughs> like, oh my God. 
Chopped, I swear, is it has some of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. It's it's one of those where it's like, oh, it's immensely watchable, and you'll just be cruising and you'll be like, wow, four episodes of Chopped I just watched. And then they'll throw one where they let the contestants choose, and someone puts durian in a basket, and someone fucking loses their mind. And it is the best television. Watching someone who's just like, what the fuck is durian? Why does this smell like shit? How do I put this in food to make it edible? And they don't know how. And then you have to watch three people that you probably don't like that much try to eat this food and then come up with at least one compliment about it. The fact that also they talk for like an hour, but we only see two minutes of it. Oh. Also, there, there was an episode, I'm just going to keep talking about it until you guys interrupt me. There was an episode where they had ex-athletes on to cook, and Tiki Barber was one of the contestants, and they were like, all right, here, here are your ingredients. You got Gatorade, you got kale, and it was like Skittles or some shit. And he was just like, well, I'm going to make a kale salad. And he just like literally just splashed Gatorade on the plate. It was like, this is a Gatorade vinaigrette, and then just dropped Skittles on the fucking plate or some hard candy. And I swear, it was the best hour of television I have seen in my life was just because he made it. He made it through to the next round doing that because that's the beauty about Chopped, you know? You can completely fuck up. But, you know, someone is always going to be a bigger fuck up than you. And that is just one of the best things that you can ask for, you know? Just when you're feeling bad about yourself, thinking, oh, my God, I left an ingredient off the plate. I completely burnt my toast. There's someone who was like, let me put shrimp in a blender. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, you've nailed it. You've nailed it all. I'm so happy you picked Chopped. Uh, Austin, this was my number two pick for competition, so I'm glad it got, it got chosen. Hell yeah, you were shit-talking on food shows. So it was almost like maybe this will get through to me to the next round. I was not shit talking. I love food shows. I'm just saying I can only watch so many. I watch a lot. I should I should I should have said I watch a lot, but there's there is a limit. I can't just just watch cooking shows. Chopped is like the OG. This is when I would literally like if I didn't have something to watch. This was like back before streaming happened. Like this is like well this is like very early days of like Netflix. It was like two, 2010, 2014. Um like I was, didn't have anything to watch. I throw on Chopped. I throw on a Food Network. More often than not, Chopped was on. Chop, Chopped Marathon. And I would just watch Chopped. I'd watch every episode that aired, and it's the perfect blend of background show and show you cannot tear your eyes away from. Like you can just like be listening and like not look up for like two episodes, and you you're perfectly fine. And then one episode happens, and all you hear is ostrich eggs gummy bears and seaweed and you're like and you're just like whoa as a dessert you're like what are they (laughs) going to do and so like the the fact that these people are able to put partially cohesive dishes together with these just bullshit baskets is hilarious and so impressive i love it my favorite part little like side quest side story the ice cream machine whenever someone goes to the ice cream yes. machine you're like Shit. you're like are they going to fuck up oh my you, God. it never works it never <laughs> every time someone nails it it's like well they they deserve to win 
Someone should they, just go there in the appetizer course and be like, I made ice cream. I'm going through to the final round. I don't give a shit what you say. Yes. Oh. Or when oh. they use the, oh, fuck, whatever the, oh, it's got a special name. I'm going to call it the reverse skillet. The thing that's like super cold. <laughs> oh, oh uh, what do they call that? It's not the, a reverse skillet, but that's what it is in my mind. I can't think of it. But no, that one the was Magnum Freeze. Awesome. I don't know. We could come up with 20 names that are better than whatever they call it. Kyle, are you are you a fan of Chopped? All right, everybody get ready for a collective groan. I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode of Chopped. Um, honestly, no, no, no. Don't be too disappointed because I didn't know that it, it never sounded this exciting. And the way y'all are talking about it, I'm, I'm like, so excited shit, for you. How have I missed this show? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, you have to understand, like Damon was saying, there's so many fucking cooking shows on TV. And I feel like I just this was always just a thing I was aware of, you know, like and I would watch... Uh, you know, Kitchen Nightmares, and I would watch other stuff, Master Chef, and Chopped was just something that I was like aware of, and it was just always on TV. But I would just not give it any attention. And the way you're fucking talking about like ostrich eggs, and yeah, I uh, I think I get it because there was a while when I didn't. I don't think I, I, I quote unquote got cooking shows. You know, like because I I mean I will perfectly profess I just am not a person who enjoys cooking. I mean I love food, but I just can't really and it's a it's a toxic personality trait because like you need to like like how to like to cook to survive um but <laughs> i just don't i can't find enjoyment in it and so i never used to like watching people cook and i was like i just this is not fun for me and something like changed with like the uh like the kitchen nightmares kind of era and then i was like fully in for a while and even then just never really gave chopped a, a chance but i'm fully sold on it now like this is this sounds incredible if chopped a chance. Oh, no, yeah, it is the best. Uh, Damon, who is your favorite chopped judge? Uh, I don't, I want to make sure I don't leave anyone out. Um, but I, I, I have a someone in my head. I just want to make sure. I'll give you a rundown. Mar Marcus um, Danielson. It's, I love Manit. Who? Manit. Oh. Yes. She and she's you? on I think she's on. She shows up on Iron Chef at yes. some point. And she's won a couple of cooking comp like she's won that uh tournament of champions that guys ran uh the last few years. God, guy guy Fieri, swear to God. What a my boy, my mm, my guy. Everyone's boy, you know, like <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna show up again in this draft. Don't worry. He'll, anyway, he'll get some more. Uh <laughs> as long as you didn't say Alex Corner Shelley, we're cool. Because if anybody listening likes Alex Corner Shelley, we're gonna fight. I I much prefer her as a cook to a judge. I'll say that. Her cook She is her, like every middle school math teacher I had that was disappointed in me, where she's like, Oh, you forgot the spinach. <laughs> it sounds oh, much you know, this would taste a lot better. I just I can't do it. You know? <laughs> All At right. least Jeffrey Zakarian owns his assholeness. Yeah, I'm I could sorry, I'll go on about chopped nonstop. They also had an episode where I think it was uh Venus Williams' private chef came on, and she was awful, and then just, like, exploded on everybody who told her she was awful, and then they invited her back, and then she exploded again and just walked off set. It's just, uh, great television. Uh, well, Kyle, I, I think you should watch, like, one or two tonight or sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Shot, because there's, like, hundreds of episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hundreds. Girl. 
this moment. There's like yeah. Martha Stewart curated episodes now. Like they've they've really the the tournament ones are my favorite. Elon Musk's okay. brother is on at some point because apparently he uh, like curates food or some bullshit. But he gives this like talk about in the middle of it. He's just like, yes, um. Uh, it's well known that in Italy in 1976, they had the best basil crop of all time in the entire world at this point. And we have perfectly recreated that temperature, that, that well, climate in my green room. So that's where this basil comes from. And everyone looks at him like, you piece of shit. Nobody likes you. But he's wearing a cowboy hat the whole time. So, of course, you know, oh. like, oh, it's perfect television. <laughs> Okay. Well, all right. I didn't mean to hijack the episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were more than fine, Austin, but we are going to move along. Chop was an amazing pick. Um, and I'm glad you did it because my competition show would have been Chop. And then I thought about this one and I was like, this is it. Because this is honestly my one of my favorite shows of the last 20 years. I I was obsessed. I loved every season. I was so upset when they canceled it. Um, this could also, I guess, be, you know, uh, part of the canceled one, but this is going to be my competition show. It was a sci-fi show. I'm talking about face off. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I love face off. If anyone's not familiar, it was a competition show about makeup artists, uh, mainly like special effects, makeup artists for, for Hollywood. The, the challenges in that show were just so fun so intricate some of the makeups were just astounding i mm. loved watching the process the judges v nil it was great glenn uh like the judges were very they were really good at constructive criticism they were really good at praising people when they needed to and and coming down on them when they really screwed up without being just like insulting yeah um i just really loved the format of the show and just like i said the challenges were were creative from season to season. They always were able to come up with something new, and that led to people coming up with some really, really fun and unique like makeups. Um, one, I, one I always go back to. This was uh, one of the last seasons they did, and it was an anime challenge. And the winner, the dude who ended up being the winner, just made this really badass, like you know, those just absurdly large, larger than life weapons. He just made a, a super massive sword that was like double the size of the model and it worked it was so dope um i just i loved everything about that show and i truly i was truly sad when i got canceled um if it came back i would be be ready to watch it all so that's my my pick for competition kyle your thoughts yeah i don't know why it was canceled like it just seems like something i don't know i just feel like maybe now would be a great time for it to come back. Cause I feel like people would really be into it. If it was like maybe a Netflix original. Um, yeah, it's just fun as hell. I haven't seen as much as you have of it. I, I've only seen like a scattering of episodes. Um, I think it would, it would typically come on after like Mythbusters reruns on sci-fi. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's so fun. I, I have always like, that's always been something that I've been intrigued and fascinated by when I watch movies, but not enough to to research or like look up, you know, like how do they do that? And so, yeah, it's, it's a great show. And the, you're right. The judges, that's often uh, a make or break it thing for me for like, you know, competition shows, because 
they're kind of all the same sometimes. So they they are a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's a great pick. Austin, have you seen the show? No. <laughs> but I'm fully on board. <laughs> it's got a great name. Uh, yeah, I as soon as you said face off, I was like, hold the fuck up. Did they turn this into a Nicolas Cage podcast without me knowing? <laughs> a surprise. They switch people's faces. Um, <laughs> but I you know, I without saying names, I love shows in that oeuvre uh where they just get to show super talented people doing what they do. Um but like I, I enjoy shows that usually highlight people who excel at what they do and would blow your fucking mind, but that people normally wouldn't think about as, you know, being there. Like it's you get your project runways and everyone knows about fashion, but no one sees those details. So I fuck with it. Exactly. I mean, I, I love watch. I, I love movies. We all know this. You know, we're all big fans to see like them being making these fits and stuff that you could see being like thrown into a movie, into a TV show. And like, it's like, wow, like these people and like several of the people that have been on the show have gone off to do very successful uh, shows. Like, you know, they have, they have that repertoire and I just love it. I, it's just so impressive. Like you said, to see people who are really good at what they do and to see them getting better before your own eyes, even like the child, you know, the fact that I love competition shows because the whole time you're thinking this is unfair because they're asked to do the stuff that they're asked to do in like a week or two, like, you know, as a job, they're asked to do it in a competition challenge form, like 24 or 48 hours, two or three days. You got to do this. You got to do it fast. And if you mess up, you know, you, it's not like, oh, OK, well, add another week, you know, no, you got to get it done. And one of the most like fun parts of Face Off was they have to make their their molds and they have to like cast it, and so it has to seal, and uh, you have to set it for like overnight, and then you have to be able to break the seal. And that was always one of, like the biggest, most intense parts of the show. Is like yeah. they come back, hey, is, is the seal going to break? Are they going to get it to open? And and like the moments when it didn't, oh, you'd be so sad for them. Crushing. So, like, oh, yeah. so crushing. Um. I definitely give it a, give it a watch, Austin, uh, if you can. I, I think it's on. I'm sure it's on the Sci-Fi app, maybe on Hulu somewhere. I'm it's, sure it's somewhere. Yeah, it's on tons of stuff. NBC, Sci-Fi Now, yeah, sweet, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All right, that's my number two, and we're back around to Kyle for his. But before we do, let's take a quick break. Planet Fantasy is brought to you by all of you beautiful, lovely people, and we want to do something special for y'all. So. If you give us a review or a rating on any of the streaming apps, I'm talking Overcast, Spotify, Apple, any of them, we'll put you into a drawing, and whoever wins gets to curate their very own Planet Fantasy episode. That's right. You get to be the host. You're crafting the draft idea, everything. So just hit us up with those reviews, ratings, and we'll see you on episode 101. And we're back, and we're just drafting game shows, some of the best of all time, hopefully none of the worst of all time. Kyle, your second pick's up. What you got? Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with 
my canceled and it might okay this is one that i think will fit in the parameters if it doesn't i'm gonna switch to another category because i don't have any other canceled picks so i'll just scramble <laughs> for that um so i'm hoping it, it counts uh because it had a run from 05 to 012 i want to say and then was canceled and then was revived in 17 um and it's garbage now i think it's still going but the, oh it's the, still going yes but the one that everyone watches is like this separate entity that is from 05 to 12. If that doesn't count, that's cool. I'm totally okay with that. But yeah, see, it, it is still airing. I I would okay. the only, that's the only thing I would say is like it is still on TV even if it is a different iteration. Yeah, it's on like a different network, but that's totally fair if we want to do if we don't want to count that. That's that's cool. I'll just scramble for another cancel. <laughs> Can you can you fit that one into a different category? Uh, not enough to where I want to bump an, a competition or a modern. So that's I'll just do one of those. Um, I'll, I'll fit it. It's fine. Uh, okay, so I'll just go ahead and go with my modern instead. Um, this show started in 2015. Um, it's been running for like 12 seasons, I want to say. Um, when Austin mentioned uh, Great British Bake Off, I mentioned I, I started watching that one along with this show, kind of in tandem when I was really like just wanting British content, I guess. Um, and I got to go with Taskmaster. Um, have oh, either of you heard yes! of it? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Austin I've was giving me like a look. I was worried for a second. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so Taskmaster is hosted by Greg Davies and Alex. Forget his last name. Um, basically, you get like the best of the best when it comes to British stand up and British comedians uh, come on to the show and they have to perform tasks. They have to kind of go and like perform these really ridiculous tasks that kind of invoke their their humor sensibilities. Um, but you get, you know, like James A. Caster and and just like all of these incredible British comedians. And usually for a couple seasons, it's the same uh, four competitors that that come back for a couple seasons. Uh, the run with James is is usually like the one I go back and rewatch the most. It's just fun as hell. It's difficult to describe it if you haven't seen it, why it's so fun. But yeah, it, they're just doing these ridiculous tasks and then they have to come back to uh, basically watch the footage of what happened and Greg uh, judges them like on the spot. And it's just one of those things where like British humor gets really unbearable at points. But this is like the the good kind of British humor. You know, it's like it's just it's very cheeky. Uh, and Greg has this great, great back and forth with the competitors and this is what I had never seen as a single bit of stand up from James A. Caster before this show. And it just fucking hooked me on him. He's the, he's the best. I love James A. Caster. Another tangent. If you haven't go watch his stuff on Netflix, he's the best. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's just incredible. So I, I recommend Taskmaster. I love James A. Caster. I've heard of this before. I, I've only ever heard the name reading about it. Like just the wiki gives like just an example of what the games they do. Uh, you got to paint a picture of a horse while riding a horse. <laughs> um, make a portrait of a celebrity using only toilet rolls. So just really random stuff. Oh, yeah. Just ridiculous stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I want to watch this. Where does this stream at? Uh, it's on Comedy Central. Um, looks like that's it. <laughs> yeah, but that's you can it. also, HBO there's also full seasons you can find on YouTube, on their YouTube channel. They have like full episodes on there. Gotcha. I will give it a shot. It sounds really hilarious. 
Austin, you I'm a fan? I'm so happy you picked this. This, <laughs> this is one of the ones where, like, I did not see this coming and didn't, didn't even come close to, like, thinking about it. And, oh, my God, I'm so happy. This is I, – I don't think – I hadn't seen it until, like, New Year's Eve – so it was like 2020 going into 2021. And yeah. I went to someone I, I'd never met him before in their apartment. I woke up hungover as shit at like 9 a.m. And they were like, you want to watch Taskmaster? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. And I stayed there for 10 hours and watched that show. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable pick. Kyle, I'm so proud of you. This is... He's dead. Uh, All right, Kyle. Uh, what are you going to fare with that? What's your third pick? Oh, boy. All right. Um... I'm going to go with competition because obviously I'm going to have to take a whole round to find another canceled show. Uh, <laughs> this one, so I mentioned Guy Fieri is going to get some more love. Uh, I have got to say, I it's it's a little bit of a low bar because I know it's not like considered his best show. I fucking love Guy's Grocery Games, man. I do. It's, it's just so fun. Uh, it's one of those things I mentioned with like cooking shows. I just didn't get it for a while and I would like, and it's you know it's it's a current one and I'll just sit down and like just watch it when I'm flipping through channels and it's just it's fun. It's one of those things where it's really light too and it's a perfect like background show. But once I'm actually like tuning in and watching, I'm like, oh, this is actually there's actually some fun competition here. Um yeah. You know, I know there's another big grocery store out there show out there that people are going to lose their shit over I'm, I'm sure it's the wire of this episode um but uh no we just got shit for the wire today from a friend uh but uh yeah it's just a, it's a fun light show and i i will say too like competition shows people are gonna give me shit for this as well i'm not it's not i've been watching more of them recently but it's not my forte like I, i'm not knowledgeable enough with like you know the big ones like I won't mention them in case you are drafting them, but um, I'm not good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, ones. Oh, okay. So yeah, like Survivor and Big Brother and that shit. You know, I, I watched my first episode of Survivor the other night. Um, so I don't know how I went that long without watching it. Anyway, uh, I just had to go with one that I know and I enjoy Guy Fieri in all forms and fashions. So got to pick uh, Guy's Grocery Games. I love it. Um... I like to say that I, I am like Guy Jr. That I just, I am very much like Guy. I would love to be his apprentice. Uh, guy, holler at me. Um, <laughs> like ideally though, like ideally though, I'd be doing what he's doing. You know, like yeah. we'd be collab. Um, I love Guy. I love Grocery Games. It, it's just him, you know, doing his thing, just playing with people. The whole countdown thing is always a fun little, little thing he does. The games are are creative enough, and I love I love watching people cook, and it's the games are creative and challenging enough to where it's fun, but it's not mean and unfair, like Alton's show, which is just unbearable. I can't watch Cutthroat Kitchen. It's just like, what's the point? Like they he his hands are tied behind his back. Like what what <laughs> the fuck is he gonna do, Alton? Like chill out, guy. It's fun. It's on the funner side. It's light. The judges are always are a delight, and yeah, it's it. Guy definitely makes the show, um, I think, and it's I I never turn it off if I if guys grocery games is on. Can't go wrong with that. Austin, are you a fan? I'm a fan of the man and not the show, <laughs> but uh, you know, when when you've worked 
in a grocery store for 10 years. You don't want to turn on the TV yeah, and be like, that's... oh, look at these fucking idiots not knowing where to go in a goddamn grocery store that's 400 square feet. Like, what the hell is happening? It's I didn't, yeah. Hey, I didn't think about that. That's I, as a kid, I fucked with Supermarket Sweep. Was like, hell yeah. Turn that shit up to 11. And then as soon as I worked in one, and then they would be like, Oh, well, we didn't get a truck because it's snowing out. Let's play some supermarket sweep in the store. I was just like, I hate my life. So mm. not not my bag, but obviously Guy Fieri is the best among all of us. And it, one of the greatest delights is that within, I feel like, like the last five or six years, everyone's just kind of realizing that like he's not a joke and he's just the best person to ever exist. And yep. For a while, he really was just just a joke. He was yeah, just a punchline. Like, oh, he's like yeah, a yeah. fucking Corvette with flames painted on him, and now it's like, oh no, he's an incredible philanthropist. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm all on board with anybody picking guy and having him on their team, but it's it's not my not what I want to do in my free time. You're they traumatized. Already don't pay me enough to do it in my work time. <laughs> We get it. You're trauma- traumatized by supermarkets. It's okay. <laughs> just they won't one. hurt. Just, just one. one. Um, all right. That is a great pick, Kyle. I'm glad we, we got to talk about Guy. We're going to move along to my third pick. I'm going to go with my cancel pick. Um, this one, straight back to the childhood. Okay. It aired from 1986 to 1993. So uh, it was already like almost done by the time I was like self-aware. I was born in 91, but like it was everywhere on my favorite show, my my favorite channel, which was Nick. I watched Nick just 24-7. And to to drink like the dreams of being on this show one day. Even though it was it was over, it wasn't a show anymore. Just like to just dive like out of that, you know, like onto that slide and into the slime and just be covered in it and, you know, help pick stuff out of that really gigantic nose, you know, and brush those teeth and just do all those really crazy, crazy things while answering trivia questions for Mark Summers. Um, I'm talking about Double Dare. Yes. yes. Childhood favorite. It's just blended trivia in absurdity in the most fun way that a kid loves and yeah you know there's not much more to it really than that but you didn't need that you when you had slime uh austin your thoughts uh well really just one thought i didn't have cable until i was like shit it was like 2004 uh so i would have to go to my friends houses to watch anything like I got really into like Ah Real Monsters and Rocket Power. Those were my two shows. Uh, so I never watched Double Dare. And then uh, in Workaholics, there's a Mark Summers episode, and they, they <laughs> referenced Double Dare. And I was like, well, I guess I should go back and watch this show. And I was streaming at the time, so I watched like ten episodes of Double Dare. I was like, well, I definitely would have loved that as a kid, but it's not, you know. Obviously, now it's my nightmare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah unless i, I got to compete against children then i would just straight murder come and it would be <laughs> over but that, that's the dream you know but uh yeah so i never really watched it as a kid i understand the pick and i'm very happy someone made it because mark summers is in the top of hosts because obviously i watched uh 
Okay. How it's made, or what was the name? What was the actual name of the show? You tell us, Austin. You watched it. No one. <laughs> I think it's how it's made. I've right. never go, go to go to Kai. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I fucking love Double Dare. Uh, I actually, this is. I mean, we obviously we didn't have a whole lot of time to prep with this show, but like just like two weeks ago, I was just randomly thinking about this show. I, this isn't one that they've tried to bring back, right? Because there's a few that they've attempted and it's not oh, been very shit. successful. They just brought it back, uh, like in 2017, and it lasted like two years. Okay, um, yeah. I could see that kind of backfiring. Is that unwrapped? It was unwrapped. My bad. Oh, I, yeah, how it's made, that. How it's okay. made was that incredibly boring voice ASMR dude. Mark oh. Summers was unwrapped. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, man, Double Dare is great. And like I said, I was just thinking about it. I might try and like YouTube some random episodes because it is, you know, if it, it was before your time, it was certainly before my time. <laughs> Ayo. Uh, but uh, it, it, <laughs> I was slow. <laughs> had to had to sneak that little dig in there. Um, but it, it it's a very fun show, and it's one that I I, I want to go and rewatch. So. It's admittedly full of nostalgia because I'm I'm pretty sure it's actually a terrible game show like Austin said. <laughs> but you know, as a kid, like when it was on, the time that it was on was perfect. So yeah, yeah. that's my third pick, and we are back to Austin. So still feeling good? Oh, I feel great. I'm so happy right now. All right, yep. I will say your board is amazing. Like I mean, yeah. Two of the best cooking shows of all time. It, it's going to rise real quick and then just drop to the bottom <laughs> in a show that it. nobody's ever heard of. And if they have, I'll lose my mind. took in a terrible souffle, Austin, and you pulled it out too soon. <laughs> no, it's just that the ice cream machine... I know the ice cream machine isn't working and I'm still going for it, you know? I don't give a shit. Okay, well, what's that uh, What's that uh, entree that really just turned out perfectly for you before we get to the dessert? All right, so I've got my, my goat and my cancel left. Uh, and I'm going to go with goat first just so I can hit everyone with the cancel one on the end here. Uh, and for goat, I have to go with a show that I hadn't seen. Like, what? It's January 30th. So I first watched this show 38 days ago. And I have now seen 15 seasons of it. Um. Just a quick side quest. I went to I went to New York. Was like hell yeah! I'm gonna go see all these Broadway shows. Um, I I was gonna go see Aaron Tavet and Moulin Rouge, and uh, I did see Joshua Henry and Waitress. But then Omicron hit, and they were like, "No, you're not gonna do any of that shit, you idiot." Uh, so my girlfriend and I stayed in our Airbnb with just the worst walls. It was trash experience but she was like hey so i've loved this show for like pretty much my whole life and i would love for you to watch it they're on season 41 right now do you want to watch season 41 with me so we turned on survivor uh there it is and i tell you oh my god i was hooked the the best part about season 41 and starting from there as a vegan was that they were like we're gonna deprive you of food you're not going to be eating shit because we're going fast. Normally they're like, all right, we're going to take 39 days. You guys will be fine. And this one, they're like, no, we're going rapid fire. You guys are eating rice out of fucking shells and that's it. And I was like, hell yeah, starve them, starve them, Jeff. Uh, 
And then after 41, I was like, oh, that was just amazing sociopathy. I just, I love watching sociopaths work in real time. It is top-notch television. So we started in season one and it was like, eh, whatever. But seeing the bones of the show being built from fucking the year 2000, where they were like, there was, oh my gosh, the amount of racism and homophobia that happens in the beginning is nuts to watch. Like truly nuts. In season 13, season 13, they were like, let's <laughs> split everyone up by race. That's a good idea. Oh. It was it was not a great idea. They, they ended that one very quickly. They were just like, all right, uh, it's week three. We're going to split them up into different tribes because this is not working. Anyway, Jeff Probst, amazing host. They kill too many fish for my taste, but Survivor is like where you really get to see people cook. And I, I love just watching people in situations they never thought they would be in, try to figure out how to exist. So that's my pick for GOAT. I did not think about this as a as a GOAT pick, but it obviously is, is a GOAT pick. Um, Hell yeah. We're leaving a couple really big ones off for the GOAT category, which we will talk about in our role mentions. But Survivor, I I see I only watched the first, I don't know, seven, eight seasons. I was a like I started when it first came out. Like we watched it as a family and everything. And you know, then you didn't really re- I was like, I don't know, ten. I was like nine when it first came out. So I didn't know what the hell what was being said was wrong and and right and all that. I was just watching these people starve themselves and, and <laughs> stupid shit and try to vote each other out and betray each other. I love like I'm all for that, and that's why I ended up loving Big Brother. It's just you didn't have to watch them starve themselves and you know and and heat you know di- like get tired of heat exhaustion. You know they just oh, yeah, backstab my shit though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I much prefer the the house stuff. But Survivor is is such a great show because you said it, it builds on all that and it gets better and better. I hear some of like the the more recent seasons are just phenomenal, really 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 good stuff. Um, I've thought about maybe going back and, and restarting it, you know, from a little later seasons and, and giving it a shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, this show is the fact that it's still so popular after that many seasons and twenty twenty two years now. It it deserves to be called a goat. Very good pick, Kyle. You a fan? Well, like I said, I've uh, yeah, I've uh, only just watched my very first episode <laughs> of Survivor like two or three nights ago. Um, <laughs> Which was it? I started in season seven off the recommendation of a friend. I don't know. Is that a good yes! season? Okay, season seven is the best seven that has ever existed. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, she said it was a very very good season, and I liked the first episode a lot. I already have strong opinions about a lot of these people. Um, I'm gonna but, do updates, please. Great, yeah, of course. I yeah, no, I I already completely understand the appeal because I, I mean, I you know, I this is gonna sound really dumb, but like, never watched Lost live and then like totally got it, and I was like, oh yeah, this is not always like a a well made show, but the idea of people being stuck somewhere and you know, obviously, I need to watch Yellow Jackets. Like the I, the idea of people being stuck somewhere and having to like fend for themselves and like the survival aspect is just so fascinating to me. Um, and then seeing it as a quote unquote reality show and watching real people have to deal with that uh, is is very fun. I used to not like reality shows in general because I didn't like the drama aspect of it. And you know, 
COVID's a hell of a thing, man. I like very early in, in the pandemic, I started watching Love is Blind and was like, wow, these are terrible people and I hate all of them. Oh. Um, I'm going to talk about Love is Blind. Baby. Don't, worry. Don't worry. Love is Blind is going to be talked about in the honorable mentions. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it was just some kind of shift and I was like, man, I'm fuck it. I'm inside. I want to watch all these people suffer. Um, and so I, I totally get the appeal of like survival and Big Brother and, you know, the challenge and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked. I can't wait to finish season seven. Um, I don't know if I'm just going to go in order. I don't. A lot of people say you shouldn't because there's a lot of like duds in there. So a I'm going to ask, you know, Austin or, or another friend for like recommendations on good seasons to watch. But yeah, man, Jeff Brooks is charismatic as hell. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't expect it, honestly, because yeah. like so growing up, you know, I watched football every single Sunday. And I would see the Survivor commercials, and I was just like, why would I ever watch this show? This is just trash. Only trashy people watch this. This is stupid bullshit. I'm just going to go and read my my little Redwall books. And then uh started watching it. It was like, oh, my God. Jeff Probst with those fucking dimples. And seeing him evolve kind of throughout the series is amazing because in the beginning he's like kind of scared to call people out and then he just starts just being like head tribal council will just be like well you said this so clearly you're lying what do you have to say to everybody else oh jeff get him yes oh it's there especially season seven i swear i well i can't ruin anything now kyle because season seven truly is one of the best seasons of any television show I've ever watched. Um, oh, yeah. After that, there's a little a couple of duds. Um, but honestly, reading about everybody after it's already happened is one of my favorite things. Like, there are a couple winners that I've seen from the first seasons that are in prison still. <laughs> like, there's a couple of them died from weird things that happened. Uh, oh, no. It's, it's nuts. But yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a great show, and that's my pick for goat because All right. I didn't I really didn't think we'd be here, but here we are. Here we are. All right, hit us with that uh that canceled show. Yeah, this is my all time favorite. This is <laughs> you've said I, that with every pick. <laughs> you've said that with each pick. I know everything's my favorite. You know, I'm just a happy go lucky guy. Uh, no matter what everyone says about me or All my right. facial expressions. All right. uh, this is. <laughs> So this show premiered on my birthday in 2010. Uh, it got canceled very quickly. <laughs> but I happened to go to Gulf Shores, Alabama for spring break that year. Was like, all right, cool. We're going to go to this condo. We're going to just like drink and have the best time of my life. And we got to this condo and they had Game Show Network, which was a channel I had never stumbled upon before iconic uh i was hung over from the drive because we were drinking fucking 24 ounce steel reserves in the car on the way and it was from columbia missouri to gulf shores alabama so it was a 16 hour drive just drinking beers and fucking eight percent malt liquor uh and we pulled in and i was like all right i'm just gonna turn on the tv while we get changed and i turned it on and game show network was on the tv and on the tv on Game Show Network was a show called Baggage. Have either of you seen the television program Baggage? I have not, no. Oh my god. This show has everything you could ever possibly want in a show. It is hosted by Jerry Springer. 
first off. It is a show in which it is a dating competition based show. Oh, I think that that came out of left field. Oh, it's dating. It is dating. People bring on their baggage. And this is literal. They literally bring on three pieces of baggage. They have a small baggage, which is just like a little handheld briefcase, and then a medium baggage, and then a large baggage. And their baggage is something fucked up about them, which is why they cannot date. And their little baggage is usually something like, oh, I've nicknamed five stuffed animals and they must sleep on my bed. And then their large baggage is like, I have 12 ex-husbands and 17 children. And it's up to the, the fucking person who's trying to date them to be like, is this worth it? Is this really worth it? And the whole time, Jerry is just like, having clearly staged one-liners that are just, it, it's impeccable timing. It's Jerry Springer, the former mayor of Cincinnati, speaking of Cincinnati. Uh, just, it, it's a wonderful show. Anybody who has seen it knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And anybody who hasn't right now is just like, have no idea what the fuck he's talking about but i either have to watch that or i never want to see this human being in my life yeah and they I, are both right <laughs> i immediately want to watch this i'm, I'm immediately there are a couple full-length episodes on vimeo i swear i have been tweeting at game show network once a month for the last 10 years begging them to put this on streaming the, oh my god it is the, there are a couple of people who have been on the show who have released the footage but it's like it's unbelievable especially when they get medium baggage that's when the shit really hits the fan one of the dudes was just like i've slept with 30 no it was 300 over 300 cougars and that was his small baggage that was the smallest <laughs> least effectual thing about him oh man one guy is like i sleep in a coffin like a vampire and you must also and that was his small baggage <laughs> you must also. they found it's, some it's, some it's, oh they found some God. people that it's an unbelievable show. This is my Loud and Wainwright swimming song. I'm bringing it to the fucking finals, and everybody's gonna vote for it. This is. Oh man, uh, it seems like you've seen it. Are you a fan? Oh man, oh I'm a fan. I yeah, this makes me feel so much better about the canceled that I landed on. Um, just such a fucking disaster, and that's why it's good, man. It's like I said, I I hit that shift. And I just obsessively like looked up all the obscure, canceled, terrible people game shows that I could find. Um, and this is one that like got the most talk for obvious reasons. Uh, people talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta send you some subreddits. Uh, oh, it's no. just, uh, I hate Reddit too. It's a joke. Uh, it's just a great, it. great show. Um, yeah, man. I was resistant because of Jerry Springer, but it's just, it's so fun. And it's, again, the best mayor have... that Ohio has ever seen. Well, low bar. Uh, it just, you have to, I don't know. It's one of those things where you either are just fully in, you know you're going to watch these garbage, garbage things happen for consecutive minutes, or if you don't want that, I totally get it. But it's just like, I could, I could sit down and power through, like, six episodes of this and and just be thriving um or it could be the worst thing i've ever seen it depends on the mood um but i mean there's nothing more brutal than like a, a catchphrase of the show <laughs> being like i'm sorry you have too much baggage like that's how they have to reject it's the, the people best. It's the best. <laughs> 
Uh, We've all wanted to say it. So they you, never you, say it. It's always Jerry that says it too. They he has to be like, I'm like, I'm sorry. You have too much baggage. That's and very accurate. To pack up and go. no one ever wants to do the breaking up. No one wants to be like, yeah, sorry, it's not mm. going to work. out. They always have a canned line too that they'll say <laughs> as they get voted off, like. I guess you'll have to beg your mom for something like that. It's always just like the trashiest fucking so thing. Bad. Oh, what a show. Wow. Okay. I'm so happy to have a platform to talk about it. <laughs> Every single person who is listening to this, just go to Vimeo and search full episode of Baggage because there's at least one. I can yeah. see everyone being like, I don't know what the hell Baggage is, but I voted for Austin. I see that in the future. <laughs> I, I hope that they say I have no idea. I had no idea what baggage is. I watched it and now Austin is my god. <laughs> I don't, okay, Austin. It's, a, it's also on Pluto. I just looked up. If you don't have Pluto, it's free and they have free every, channels and you can watch episode? all of baggage on it. So go do that, Austin. <laughs> he's, he's ready. He's he's gone. He's, lo- he's left the episode. I'm not we'll kidding. My edible kicked in like five minutes ago and I am. Um, <laughs> I, I'm hoping this podcast ends real soon because I got a fucking dip. <laughs> I wish I had an edible that kicked in real soon. Um, all right. Before we finish this draft up, we're going to take one last quick break. Hey, y'all. Welcome back from break. We are talking about our favorite game shows. Austin just rounded out a wild board with baggage. And we are back to Damon for his uh, modern pick. What you got for us, man? Yes, um, there's there's a handful of, of pretty good shows in the last 10, 12 years. Um, I went with as as recent as possible. Like I, I try to keep mine to like the last four or five if I could. Um, this is one that I've like I've watched like at least the first two seasons. I've watched a little bit of the third. It's it's just one I really enjoyed. It's it's one I go back to because it's it's something that I we've all done it before. Like man. I'd win that game show. I would so win that game show. How many times have we all said that? Never. This one, I, legit- I legitimately think I could win the game show, and like it even allows you to play at home. And I consistently was faster than a lot of the people's answers. And I think I could beat Shazam. Yes! Beat Shazam, baby! Be- yes. Austin looks very confused. Austin, have you ever heard of Shazam? <laughs> no, no, really? Okay, no. you've heard of the app, Shazam, right? The music finding uh, out. That no yes. one uses, yeah. Yeah, I have SoundCloud because it tells me the lyrics, and I don't listen to lyrics, but yeah. I, I use Shazam all the time. Okay, that's fair. I just <laughs> stopped using it because I was never fast enough. I just had to like scramble and get the app open. Oh, and work in a grocery it. store. I have to know what every song is so that I can block them out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair okay well beat shazam is a show that came out in 2017 it's hosted by jamie fox um yeah and yeah i know right and his daughter and, and his daughter which i think they have really like they do really well like they, mm-hmm. they have really good chemistry they're fun they're not like super jamie's a little on the corny side but it's in a good way like it's he's... in a good jamie fox way where he kind of redeems it <laughs> all right jesus fucking christ i'm glad this is not a video podcast we won't tell anyone what you just did austin it's okay um <laughs> but the show is essentially you have three teams of, of pairs and you're competing against each other um the first few rounds you have like categories it'll be like it'll say country music and essentially it'll play the song 
and you try to buzz in, it has multiple choice, and you try to buzz in with the choice that the song. And like I'm talking people are get buzzing in within within a second, within less than a second on average for these songs. So it's all about just like super recall memory. It's your your knowledge of songs and the essentially the first second of a song's beginning. And yeah, I just I eat that fucking shit up. Like I when I first got that game show, I was like, oh, I can do that. And I started guessing. I was like, oh, yeah, I can play along. And so I would start like I do. And I was like, oh, I got that one. Oh, dang it. That person beat me. But it's just so addicting because you're like, you know, oh, a song. I, I know that song. You've, we've always kind of played games like this growing up with your friends, you know, like, oh, you know, whoever can guess what song's about to come on the radio first gets it. You know, my friends and I used to would go on a satellite direct TV, you know, back in the day they had the, the 900 channels were all music channels. So we like, okay, we're going to flip to a different channel and it's, and we're not going to look and whoever can guess the song first or whoever can sing the lyrics uh, until you get it wrong first wins. And we just do shit like that. So this song, this game show is like the perfect evolution for me. It's super fun. At the end, you try to beat Shazam. You like, you have to get six answers six songs in a row and there's no multiple choice so you just have to say what the song is and by who so it's a little bit more challenging and yeah just it's super fun a lot of fun music jamie fox is a really good host and I, yeah i think that's my favorite modern day draft uh, i mean modern day game show on this draft and that's my last pick kyle your thoughts yeah there's been like this big crop of these modern you know like the mass singer and you know stuff like that the lip sync battle like just all of it's just fucking garbage and so i i didn't watch beach shazam when it started i was like it's probably just another one of those and i remember i think it's on like hulu or something and i just you know i turned on an episode i was like why not um it's really fun jamie is like a really really fun host corinne like you said they have really really great chemistry together um yeah and it is a really really fun concept because we all have that like you're right. It's probably one of the more realistic game shows I could I would be like, yeah, I would have a chance. I don't know if I would win this show, but I would have a, a, a fighting chance to at least go a little far on it. Um, yeah, it's 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 really fun. Uh, um, the problem is with a lot of the modern music they play, all the beginnings sound like the exact same to me. So I don't know how well I would do in that capacity, but it is it, it's a lot of fun. It's a great, great pick. Oh, well, that's the fun part of like watching the game show. Like you'll have these like pairs and they're all like super different kinds of people and you have like these two real country guys people and they'll guess like soup they'll they'll win a, a question a, a song that's like biggie and the and jamie's like okay okay y'all <laughs> and then like one will start singing biggie it's just you know that super almost manufactured kind of game show stuff they do but for some reason it just it, it's fun it doesn't seem as forced or yeah. as corny show right so, which is hard to do mm -hmm. i i um awesome your thoughts <laughs> never never seen it but i love jamie fox ever since the uh slow jams music video uh would you watch this game show would you give it a shot from oh yeah i honestly i'll watch any game show i it's hard for me to watch one that i know i wouldn't be able to participate in because I am awful at understanding what songs are and figuring out lyrics and all that. 
so that would be one where I would be watching, and be like, how the fuck did they get that? And everyone else would be like, obviously, everybody knows what that song is. So, uh, but yeah, I would watch it. Obviously, I I love I love music. I love Jamie Foxx. I love father daughter camaraderie. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, you should give it a shot and let us know how you like it. But that that finishes up my board. That means we have one last pick. We're back to Kyle. Uh, you got canceled. Did you come up with a with an episode? Well, I mean, with the game show for us? I did. Um, I wasn't gonna go with this one because it's just it's even for me. It's just real trashy and it makes yeah. me feel so fucking dirty. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Austin drafted baggage and it made me feel better about this. This show ran on MTV. For two seasons, only 47 episodes, and then they realized we've got a fucking terrible show on our hands. Uh, I actually came across it uh, by one of my favorite YouTubers who that's basically all he does is find these random obscure MTV shows and and watches them. Um, I got to go with MTV's The Moment of Truth, uh, hosted by Mark L. Wahlberg. Um, Not that one. (laughs) Uh... So the basic premise for this show is that they bring on these couples and one of the people from the couple, uh, they take a polygraph test before the show starts, are asked a series of horrible, like worse than baggage questions. And then the other person in the couple, married, together, engaged, whatever, uh, sits with the uh, participants, uh, parents and sibling. Um, or best friend or whatever, and watches them. Then Mark L. Wahlberg uh, goes question by question and says, you know, this is your answer, true or false? And they have to sit in front of uh, a national audience. And 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 I'm talking about, like, it starts pretty tame. Like, the first maybe five questions are like, you know, have you ever stolen something or whatever? Um, that's a bad example. Don't steal kids. Uh, but it's, you know, like, it's just pretty tame stuff. And then, like, immediately, like, six, have you ever thought about your best friend's wife? Like, it just immediately takes a turn. And it's just wildly uncomfortable. And for a while, I was like, I don't know if I vibe with this because it's, like, kind of, like, you know, relationship destroying. But these are really bad people that go on the show. So it's nice to see them get their comeuppance in, like, this really, like, public way and the best part about it i understand why it was canceled mark l Wahlberg, man that guy is fucking hilarious like we need a better mark Wahlberg in in our in our world uh and he (laughs) (laughs) he's just like the whole time he's like why did you you can tell he's like why did you agree to do this show but also why did i agree to host it like he's just like regretting his life choices the entire episode it's fucking great. It only ran for two seasons, 47 episodes, and I totally understand why it ruined so many relationships. Uh, but it's just it's one of those things where if I'm in a bad enough mood, I can fall down the rabbit hole and knock out like 10 episodes because it's just it kind of scratches that that itch. Um, yeah. So go watch Moment of Truth, but really don't. <laughs> I haven't thought about this in so long. I remember watching this like they had even aired it like yes. after American Idol. Uh-huh. Uh, when it first came out. Um, no, that's the reason it didn't keep going. They would have kept making it, but no one would audition. <laughs> yeah. But also they saw the show and they were like, no, thanks. <laughs> supposedly it supposedly, you know, you never know, but a lot of it was supposedly staged. 
but I, I haven't found if that's true. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? Right. Like, no way. But, I mean, that's that just sounds so absurd. And, like, from what I remember, it's, like, the most uncomfortable thing you could just you could watch. It's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. um, Austin? Oh, what was it called? There's just, like, I'm thinking of one. I don't know the guy's name. But there's just an episode where he is just answering these horrible questions. But he's got this horrible. I mean, the, the show aired, you know, what was it, like? 2008 so he's got this like horrible horrible shirt on and just is so like oblivious and has no self-awareness and is sitting there like with like this golden retriever face like yeah yeah i answered that uh uh truthfully and his girlfriend is sitting over there with his parents like looking at them the whole time like is this is this real is did he actually like it's i probably am gonna get canceled like this show did because it's not a good show to watch but you know Got to scratch that itch sometimes. <laughs> Austin, have you ever seen it? Nope. Does it sound like something you want to watch? Of course. Are you kidding me? <laughs> as soon as Kyle was like, this is trash. This is worse than baggage. This is something that's going to get me canceled. I was like, oh, I'm in, baby. Oh, I should be the next host. I'm going to revive this shit. <laughs> Good God. This would be an interesting show to revive. Not not gonna lie. Um, I think they so. Is would. it like the Newlyweds game or sort of? But like again, it's there's just no like boundaries to the things that they ask, and they're just they're things that like no one wants to know the answer to it. Even if like you answered this, answer. you answered this, and whether you say true or false, you're fucked. Like. <laughs> Yeah, this it's, sounds honestly like my dream show. I can't right. believe I haven't seen this. I gotta track it down for you. <laughs> wow. uh, All right. Well, that is a way to end this draft. The game show's draft. That was fun, y'all. Very glad we did this. Um, some really good ones. Some ones I've never... Uh, you know, one I've never heard of before. <laughs> so, uh... Let's talk uh, real quick about the ones that we didn't get to draft. Uh, with categories, it, it makes it a little bit easier, but also leaves a lot more on the table. Um, I I personally think the other goat, for me, I would have said Family Feud. Okay. Oh, fuck Steve Harvey, man. It's yeah. Like, that's, it's, yeah. And who was the first host who just, like, kissed every woman? What? Who was the first host that was just like, I'm just going to like kiss every single woman on here? I don't remember his name, but they then it was fucking, like... They had Louis Anderson, who was dope, because I had I had the PC game of Family Feud <laughs> in fucking 1997. was like, hell yes, Louis Anderson, you're my hero. And then it switched to the dude from Home Improvement, and I was like, eh, it's fine. And then they switched to Steve, Steve Harvey, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm over it. It's over Steve Harvey is is a national treasure with his absurdity. I, no, I Steve love Harvey fucking sucks. Bad man. Clips. Bad problematic man. It's a very problematic man, but the family feud clips are are gold. I I can't deny that. I, I can't. Too pine. <laughs> my other no, would have been Wheel of Fortune. I think that's, that's the other because I. My my mom gave birth to me, and the whole thing was that like my labor was so quick that within twenty minutes they were watching Wheel of Fortune. So <laughs> I think I just never really liked what's his name, Pat. Pat says, exactly. Jack, oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I've yeah. never been. He, he's the Kurt Schilling of the fucking uh, <laughs> uh, game show world, but 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that's why I didn't pick it, honestly. Wheel of Fortune is the show I've probably seen the most. I also yeah. wasn't sure if Whose Line Is It Anyway counted as a game show. That's, uh, yeah. I had that for my go if I didn't get Jeopardy. Because that's definitely that's a game show, show, right? I would have allowed it. I mean, I don't, it's not. The points really, don't matter. It's not really a game show, but I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, Airs. It's it's one of the best shows ever. That's I why know. I was also thinking Billy on the Street because that's like kind of Me a game too. show. Yeah, but it doesn't. You know, it's, there's Look no competition us. or anything. Yeah, Such I mean, there's a, a competition for a dollar, ma'am. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> Name, Name any woman. woman. Name a woman. A woman. The only other goat option I had was who wants to be a millionaire. Like, yeah. but I would have never drafted it. Also, uh, you know, I had Amazing Race in the goat category. That's a good one. I've recently started watching it, and oh my god, have you, has everyone watched it? Like I, it was another one I watched there. from the beginning and then stopped. I watched like the first like six or seven seasons. So in season two, do you, do you know the guy that came in second and why he's famous? I watched that when I was like twelve. I don't fucking remember. He founded Tom's. Oh, that's cool. I, I was watching it. I was like, I know this motherfucker from somewhere, but I don't know why. And it's because I literally met him when he came to my college and gave a talk. And then him and I talked for a while. And I was like, I know this piece of shit from somewhere. <laughs> and then he has a quote that, Damon, you can stop listening because it's an office reference. But uh, when uh, Michael and Pam are leaving from the hotel when they're on the, uh, like, junket circuit and he says oh we're off like a herd of turtles the dude who founded tom's says that while they're leaving a ferry and i was like oh my god i couldn't believe that this was a fucking amazing Amazing. race reference because he makes like 10 of them throughout the series he does um what's some competition show honorable mentions y'all had mxc you guys remember mxc the best show of all time okay mxc was like one of the best things that spike ever did Oh my god. Um, NXT in 2003. It was like a cultural revolution. It like blew me away. I rewatched it because it's all for free if you have Amazon Prime. Serious still. Rewatched it with my buddy. Eh, it doesn't oh. hold up so much. Oh, that's I mean uh, with everything in the mid 2000s it's like let's yeah. get some homophobia and sexism and yeah, no, that's here, baby. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, uh Kyle, you Competition, have um, Hell's Kitchen. I mean, you know, that was the other cooking one I was thinking of. Uh, I was going to say there was a goat one. I forgot. Oh, no, it was whose line? Sorry. RuPaul's Drag Race. That's hmm. a good one. Yeah. Uh, I had American Gladiator. Yep. I thought that someone is. was going to draft that. That one wasn't my uh, bag, but. Big Brother. Also, just a, just a shout out to my favorite trash show. Yeah. That's Jack, yeah. my girlfriend's favorite, too. Uh, but. We haven't, we haven't crossed then, that frontier yet. The the canceled one that didn't count, Cash Cab. Oh Fucking my god, love Hell Cash yeah. Cab. Because Cash um, Cab is still going, cab. really. It's, yeah, it it's is. Got a different host. That's why I was I was you know I thought it might have because that's like the one I watch is that that golden you know few years but uh yeah old bald Ben. Um, no longer airing. I had like Newlywed Game, the dating game. You know, because, like, I mean, they've had multiple reiterations, but, like, I don't think they have one going right now, and those are classics. Yeah. You guys, you guys know the the newly, the best part of the newlywed game? Uh, when he says, uh, what's the strangest place you've ever made love? <laughs> Why says, is that? Well, I'd have to say the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. 
fucking hell. Anyway, I also love Lego Masters. Uh, <laughs> Lego Masters is an amazing show. I should Lego have Masters nailed it. And making it with uh, Nick Offerman yes. and Amy Poehler is top tier. Um, don't forget Floor is Lava. I like I that show. That. That's the, like John the two Cena minutes one? that it was on. No, that's the Netflix one. Um, you have like these big, like obscene rooms, and you're literally having to like jump on things. It's well, the one where they had the, the hole that they had to try to fit through. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, oh my god, I forgot that was. Oh a my thing. god, I can't do this. <laughs> it, it, there's a show that's on right now, and it's like three episodes in, and it's already one of the worst things I've ever seen. Joe Million, Joe Millionaire. Everyone go oh, watch Joe Millionaire. Kyle, it's Kate, so and bad. Crystal, and all them are are going to murder you. They hear this. <laughs> Oh, bad. They love that show. No, they think it's bad too. It's in a like I love oh, it. Like one of their guilt. It's one of their guilt watches. Okay, that that yeah. makes more sense. Um, I guess that's all trash shows. It's all because it's just it is trash and it's fun to watch. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you, has anybody seen I Want to Marry Harry? No. No, I do not want to. That's no. good. It's they tricked twelve American women into thinking that this guy was Prince Harry. Just because he was a British dude who was red, a redhead, it was like early two thousand tens. Can't unfortunately blame the show if they believed that. No, the, oh yeah, no, it was all bad because they like flew him in in a helicopter and like, oh well, I can't tell you who I am, but I am someone well known. And it was literally just a dude who looked nothing like Prince Harry, but that American women would probably think looked like Prince Harry. Reality shows are a whole bag <laughs> of their own kind of trash. Oh, yeah. Game. We didn't even get into fucking like Flavor of Love, which is one of the best. But I'm, I'm sure you guys will have a reality show. Yeah, we'll have a reality show. And I won't talk okay. about it that much because Flavor of Love and Jersey Shore are like the two best things to happen to television. But if you like those two shows, go watch Baggage. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much for joining us again, Austin. Thanks for. Uh, you know, joining the emergency pod. Glad we could get this uh, cranked out for the people. Uh, you have anything to tell I'm them? I'm also before? always glad to crank it out for the people. All right. Well. All right. Uh, thank you so much, um, everyone that's still listening. Why? But thank you. <laughs> um, we unfortunately was not able to get the key and pill episode. We will have that in the back pocket one day. It will happen. We have some really fun ones coming along. Kyle, what we got for the people? Yeah, next week we are chugging along on our Stewards of Sound series. We're hitting the 1990s with our pals uh, Olivia and Thad. Um, and then we got two Effies back-to-back. We won't talk about that yet because uh, we want to keep it in suspense. But <laughs> it's going to be some uh, award shows that you're going to enjoy. So stay tuned for that. We'll catch you all next week. This is what we do.